welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five. It must be hot in here because I believe you're wearing a headband. Yeah, I am. It's like, you know, every, like once every six months, I decide I'm going to try to grow my hair out, and then eventually it starts looking horrible. And that's and where I the headband it. comes in? The headband's to, like, stop it from getting all over my face, you know? Mm, it's over your forehead and not touching your hair in any way, shape, or form. So. It stops it from, like, there's, like, you see, there's some, some hairline going on down here. It starts to curl over. This is fascinating. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're going to talk about fighting I'm like games. Ryu. A little bit, except for that's a redhead band, and also he's fit and a karate man. True. Uh, we're joined, like we always are, to talk about fighting games and to recap the weekend's events by Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jurek, coming to us live from the Infinite Azure. He voted. I voted too, but I voted like last week. Yeah, some of us voted on the first hour of the first day of early voting, Steve. Well, I'm sorry. It counts I, I, you more. shouldn't be vote shaming people <laughs> if you want them to vote. John Velociraptor, get rights for eventhomes.com, and he joins us all the way from Tempe, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Same hey, thing. Hey, hey, John, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Why so like huge very... in your frame? Because of lawn. I don't know. You want me to do this? Anyways, um, <laughs> I, you, made a, you made a comment about uh, Donka looking like not buff, you know, because comparing him to Ryu. And I actually wanted to say that I think that Donka's looking quite buff. Uh, oh, well, thank you, John. Yo, give him a flex. Are you working out? Or, I have been. Or, I have been. I've been. Or are you wearing tight shirts on purpose? Lifting like up tool, things tool. and putting them down. Have well, my shirts aren't tight on purpose. I just got fat again, so they're tighter than they were when I bought them. Oh, right on. Yo, shout out to Ray. Remember back in the day, you and Ray were hitting the gym like every freaking day. Well, so it's anyway, a fighting game show. <laughs> it's fighting games. And uh, we're going to have some recaps. And then we're going to spend the majority of the show talking about Incineroar. My first question is, who the hell is Incineroar? (laughs) And before we start the recap, I just want to give a big shout out to a couple of people who are now besties. Oh, wait, is that that, that what we're calling people who are best of fivers? We are now the besties. I was going to call them degenerates, but that works better. (laughs) All right, we can be degenerate besties. Uh, First of all, Die by Sword, before the show even started, Efren and I were hanging here at the studio and the... (laughs) The alert went off, scared the shit out of me. Uh, gifted us up the Cuffo Man. Then Die 1000 Deaths resubscribed. Then Die by Sword gifted a sub to Dirty Sock, Pedanticism, DT Pedantic the Emperor. Sim. Pedantic Sim, whatever. I like Pedanticism better. Uh, DT the Emperor and Space Jam OST. And now Doc Funk Frock. Doc Funk Frock. Dude, and, the best of and, Die by Sword has given us like over $100. Yeah, and. Uh, also, Jerry resubscribed, and we just got Demon Dan resubscribed, and that officially puts us over the 80 sub mark, Whoa! so we got new emotes yeah, coming. Yeah. Max uh, no, the next I one's 100 subs. I think we're like subs. this close. <laughs> <laughs> next one's 100 subs, so if you want more emotes, gotta get that 100 sub. Yo, Wait, we, we haven't even decided what we're gonna do with the first emotes. Yeah, <laughs> we... We, I've got a couple in the pipeline. Steve had a really good ones, he had them ready to go, we were ready to, to, to drop them, and I was like, Wait! I want you to make some changes. What does, I, Steve, send, what does Steve spend all the best of five money on again? I'm trying to remember. Uh, that, that infinite is your background. I mean, it's infinite. Wasn't it There's copies of Marvel vs. Infinite or something like that? I don't even remember. No, yeah, that yeah. was Salty Claws. Oh, yeah, no. completely different guy. He should be coming back around soon, huh? He might. Why don't you dress up like as the Great Pumpkin for Halloween or something? Like that? You should do that for every holiday. Because I'm right. as big as a Great Pumpkin already. Oh, come on, Steve. Can you make them orange? I love the Great Pumpkin. Paint yourself. 
Alright, This is a fighting show. game show, allegedly. Make show over, man. Make something happen. Wait, time out. I'm oh. trying to wait for Alanda to throw this up on the uh, on the screen. We were trying to get this going earlier. <laughs> hey, thank you, everybody. Oh Years late. Oh my gosh. Is Die by Sword Santa? <laughs> <laughs> time out. I literally don't know what's happening, but Steve. he looks like he just got gifted five hundred thousand dollars. We're making like two dollars a piece off of all this. Wait, Dude, what are you guys talking about? Nice are we getting gifted? Die by, uh, yeah. So Die by Sword just gifted twenty people subs. So. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, I, this is the greatest way to be trolled. Like, all right. Well, we should talk about fighting games to reward our subs who sub for that reason. But thank you to all of you. Thank you to Die by Sword. You should contact us in some way. So we can talk about your gratitude. And your 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 problem that not <laughs> Thank you, Dabai Sword. Yeah. We appreciate you. You're the bestie of the besties. <laughs> yeah. Steve, hit us with a recap. We should probably talk about fighting games at some point since that's what we do. Um not a very busy week on the pro circuit front, but there was stuff going on outside of the Latin American final. Uh Gfinity the UK version continued its fourth season uh, with week two action. Method picking up the win over Envious and Vitality, getting the win over Reason Gaming. Uh, Asus Rog Army and Nordavin picking up wins in Group B play. Uh, if we take a look at the table, both groups are uh, pretty log jammed right now. Four teams in each with three points. So a lot to play for over the final three weeks of that season. Uh, there was also body count fighting had its eighth uh, big exhibition over the weekend. Two titles, Injustice and Street Fighter. Scar picked up the Injustice title by taking out a tie. And then Smug took out uh, Commander Jesse in pretty strong fashion to hang on to his Street Fighter title. Uh, there was also a big East versus West exhibition uh, between uh, uh, Wednesday Night Fights and Next Level. Wednesday Night Fights got the better of it for the most part. So, no, no, no. This wasn't like a, a team battle. It was more so just like we had a bunch of East versus West players and whoever had the more victors was technically the winner of the evening. More or less, yeah. It wasn't. I I thought it was going to be a uh, team tournament sort of thing, but that ended up not being the case. It was just individual exhibitions. Yeah, I thought it was going to be similar to what they did at Evo when we did WNF versus NLBC, and I thought that was going to be sick. But then I, I didn't hear anything about it. So yeah, but this is still cool that they did this. There's a lot of hype about this uh, event, and there was a lot of uh, a little bit of heat on this too. Not so much on body count fighting, but sort of the idea around it because you had a few people coming up and saying, oh, it's always East Coast versus West Coast. It's always the California guys versus the New York guys. It's never the Midwest. It's never the South or anybody else. And there was some discussion about, you know, what those other regions should do to get into the mix to get representation in events like this. But um, so, yeah, a lot of Street Fighter in this, a lot of injustice not so much Dragon Ball Fighters or Tekken in this edition. Uh, we might be revisiting that a little later in the show. Uh, but of course, the big event, uh, 
There is also a uh, invitational event for Dragon Ball Fighters. I almost skipped that, and I apologize. Uh, but this was part of the Tokyo International Film Festival. Uh, <laughs> Makes they sense. Invited, uh, <laughs> it was in conjunction with a, uh, a Dragon Ball film, I believe. Uh, but they invited out eight players from all over the world to face off single elimination tournament. And it was run won by the furry sonic fox taking it over kazunoko he kicked everyone's uh, ass too to be honest pretty much two over goichi two over kaimart and then the two one against Kaz- kazunoko so is he the best fighting game player in the world i think so he's doing it with every game that he plays minus street fighter i can't wait but for him to be the best smash player smash ultimate player no, in the world. no i don't want that to be the i do case. Like, i can't wait i, I, I want it to happen want but i don't think it will i think that's a little further in the, i think that's more different but we'll see it's possible okay. he's proved me wrong at this point many times so hey beats by Noel brown just subbed uh, for a 12th month in a row is it really him or is it die by sword with and ten sun 36 eraser 224 gumball dead and Magnegro all also sub. Magnegro totally. We have more around. subs than viewers right now. <laughs> you get Daigo clips. It's it's amazing. I mean, uh, I it, it's just mind blowing that we've got people yeah, showing that, us that, that we got die by sword in our chat. But yeah, this, He's like amazing. Hey, like, this tournament was cool. They've done a lot. Like Asian events have, uh, I, I'd say, more typically do stuff like this, where they they make these international events. KOF had one of these in China, where they had the KOF World Championships, and they try to get a diverse pool of people to come together for these tournaments. And I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, I think this suffered from being ill advertised. Like, a lot of people didn't know what was going on. It was single elimination. Um, you know, it went really quick. But I think I, I think single elimination does have a place. And I think it made this very easy to stomach, and it made you constantly watch different players play different players. As opposed to... And it's not, you know, it's not as competitive. If we're talking about trying to find the best player, you do want that double elimination bracket, I think. But if we're talking about inviting eight guys to a tournament for the sake of entertainment... I do think there's something to be said about having a different matchup with different players going constantly one after another after another. Whereas in double elimination by top four, you know, you're seeing the same guys play over and over and over again. Mm. And not every tournament has to be, have the same goal. Exactly. Now it's, this was, you know, I don't want to say it was just for fun, but it was a hello. Sorry. I I think Uh, I just changed my mic to be on. Sorry. Chat, okay. let us know if you want John to be closer to his camera. <laughs> if you want more John face, let us know. If you want less John face, put in a two. One for uh, way more, way, 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 way more John face. Let me start by, I, let me start you guys off by putting in some ones. I, I want a ton of John face. I, I want all John face all the time. We have an emote for that. Just, just continue your recap, Steve. Go. I need more. I need more. <laughs> uh, but... There we go. Speaking of needing more, we need more Dominican players because we're just running out of them. They're all going to Capcom Cup. Uh, the Latin America premiere uh, took place this past Saturday. Or actually, it was two events. Did you skip Both. versus fighting? Oh, here we are. Yeah, versus <laughs> fighting was the event that hosted the premiere. Um, yeah, I knew that. And it was it was a matter of Japan versus Latin America. Japan won this round with Haitani uh, and Mago making it to grand finals. Zenith in a bit of a surprise yeah. being the 
top Latin American player finishing third. Uh, strong weekend for Doomsnake uh, finishing fourth. Uh, you had uh, Rolino, who was right on the verge points-wise of, or at least close to the verge, finishing just outside the top eight. Was it so Zenith that knocked him out? There was another Brazilian player that knocked him out, right? I believe it was Zenith. I don't have the bracket in front of me. Uh, but that set up a situation where no one in uh, the Open Premier played themselves into the top 26. So if we take a look at the uh, regional standings heading into the uh, finals, we see that uh, Brolinho was the top seed going into... Wait, my graphic screwed up. There we go. Okay. So yeah, Brolinho, top seed in the Latin region, but... Because you had no Mena and no Kaba, both of those guys pulled out of the event, and because Brolinho did not play his way into the top 26 in the Open Premiere, that meant that everybody in this field had to win to get to Capcom Cup. So there wasn't anybody pulling for anybody else. It was win or go home, basically. And the man who won it uh, was Crossover, who... Thought he was going to be on the outside. He was one of those players uh, from the Dominican that went to the event but could not enter the Open Premier because it was full. Uh, but he got the win over Picaro in the grand final. Uh, so Crossover gets that win. He is headed to Capcom Cup. He joins Mena and Caba uh, to become the third Dominican player in the Capcom Cup field. And the fourth unique over the over the Street Fighter Five history because we've also had DRA, so yeah, really really strong performance so far in Street Fighter Five just in general by the Dominican Republic. A Capcom Cup victory, four different players in the Capcom Cup ha- has pretty much dominated the Latin America region. Good stuff. <laughs> Almost wish they had like the regional final with money in it or something. Yeah, we should. Uh, do you want to come back to that after the recap? How much recap is left before we dive into that juicy topic? <clears throat> uh, well, let's take a look at the global standings after uh, the premiere, and then we can uh, be done with the recap. Uh, we've got 24 players who have punched their ticket to Capcom Cup. Everyone up through Mago in the global standings is in, as well as the defending champion, MenRD, who's currently 29th. And then uh, Angry Bird and Crossover, the other two players uh, in the field as of now. You've also got that race to look for for the top Asian player outside the top 26 and the top North American player outside the top 26 uh, because those places can still drop down. Uh, we Well, we know that Gach, the Asian spot will drop down. Gachi-kun has clinched. Uh, the North American spot, obviously, because those finals haven't happened yet, is to be determined. But Toy's got to watch. Uh, for Punk and Chris T, those are the last two players in the field right now. If one of them drops below the top 26 line, then they get that automatic drop-down spot should it become available. Kubo of- kind of feels like the the Jiwa of this year, where he's just been everywhere and has been slowly getting points from getting decent results just across the across the globe, but he's not in there yet. 
and God, that would hurt for him. I mean, you have got, you've seen that guy's name at like eighth or fifth or 14th or whatever at like every tournament this entire year. And it's just like, man, if he doesn't make it, that would suck. And, and the only events that I see here on the schedule left is one online event in North America. Yep. And the American regional finals is the Red Bull Conquest. That's it. And that's it. Americans only. Yeah, Toy is looking in pretty good shape to make it right now. It's going to, I mean, the, the, as Steve said, the biggest fear at this point is that people pass up punk, I guess. And then... Yeah, if, if anyone leapfrogs either punk or Chris T. Now, the other thing to watch is that of all of the contenders for, the, for that top 26 spot, only punk can, go, can enter the uh, online event. Because that is an East Coast online. Everybody else is West. So Chris T, he's got one one shot left to earn points. Punk has two. So now, now who's behind Toy in America? Do you have that? Uh, I'm pulling that up right now. I believe the next one up uh, before I have my my scre- uh, spreadsheet in front of me is uh, uh, Cool Kid. With how many points? <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to say really quick that earlier today I wrote an article about your, um, you know, your, you said all of the people that are qualified already for the Capcom Cup, and in yeah. it I referred to you as the uh, the most badass bookkeeper the FGC has, and it's that because is... of moments like this where it's like we ask you anything and you're like, oh yeah, let me just pull that up really quick, and it's like I can't, I've been looking at it for like three years and I still don't understand the stupid pro tour. <laughs> that is a questionable decision, but I thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, by the way. Cool Kid is the next person up at 340, uh, and then CJ Truth at 313, Smug at 310. So it would require one of those guys to have, like, a massive showing at, at, at one of the two tournaments left. They they would have to make, if assuming they don't get any points at the online event, they would have to at least make top five or top six or top eight to have a chance. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a close one. I'm or toy to find can play his way in. I'm sorry. Or toy can play his way in too. I'm trying to uh, find your tweet about the uh, trolling uh, of how many people got in. Oh, I I actually have a graphic. I don't know if we wonderful, <laughs> of he does. wonderful. I don't suppose you, you could call that up, could you, Alon? Uh, or am I getting ahead on the? It's called uh, births by region. It. It, it was the one I had to add at the last minute. <clears throat> you know, I'd never heard the word birth until I met Steve. <laughs> really? In, in that You've like never watched sports? Like have ca- like, that's, a, that's, like that, playoff birth? Yeah, I mean, I guess you just uh, found me out there. I swam competitively. Oh my gosh, what a okay. nerd. <laughs> oh, let, me, let me try re-adding it because I don't think... Well, I, I can screenshot it here for you guys and I'll throw it up on my old little timeline and uh, we can look at it that way. In the meantime, one of the conversations that... Uh, one of the hot topics, and that's what we do here is <laughs> jump, jump into those hot topics, was the... And it, it's not news. We knew that. We discussed it before that um, the Brazil final doesn't have a prize pool because there's laws against that. But it got a little bit heated. Not Maybe not heated, but uh, it drove our boy Michael Martin to uh, put out a tweet saying, hey, guys, take it easy on me, all right? No, that's not what he said. He <laughs> said, uh, you know, if you have complaints, yes, but, you know, be, be, be considerate. Know that there's more behind, you know, more to it than, than, than surface. 
So let me see if I can pull this up here real quick while you guys uh, banter for me. I mean, it's just been the same, I and mean, it's the same exact issue as it was last year that they complained about last year, and they gave absolutely zero. And to this day, despite that tweet, zero explanation as to it other than there's more going on than what you think. And I don't, I don't understand what that's supposed to do. Like, how does that like, quell like any? Martin, all that sounds to me like is going to happen again next year. Yeah, it, for sure. Like, unless <laughs> Michael Martin probably has no say in this area. Why? Why would he? Like, it's like Capcom Brazil or Capcom Latin America headquarters are in Brazil. It's like that's a pretty big pull, apparently. And, and I think that's what Michael Martin said himself. But it's like this guy is not going to be the one to – he probably doesn't really care outside of being associated with Capcom and maybe getting some of the you heat from that? people about it. I think that he's like – he's saying this because he's, he's part of the Capcom team and it's the right thing for him to, to say, especially on social media, at least have this stance openly. But it's like I don't think that he's the one to really necessarily go after in this. So like – Yes, you you might you might you know share it with him and hope that it floats up to the top to someone that's actually going to change this kind of thing. But I guess I say all that to say I don't think it's fair to really ever be mad at Michael Martin or or be crappy oh, towards agreed, him. Agreed, sure. I'm not yeah. mad at him. I just these events or piggyback the on other events anyway. It's not yeah. like their whole. It's not like Capcom Brazil is holding the the regional finals. Like another right. event that already exists is holding the regional finals. I, unless the there's some weird internal through. contracting going on, this could be solved. And if there is, that should be solved for different reasons. Well, imagine Capcom USA trying to host an event in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it'd be it, possible. It'd be possible, but there are lots of logistical challenges involved with that. So it's not as easy as saying, hey, you know, we're not having it in Brazil anymore. That said, I, I do think that it does have to happen outside mm. of Brazil, not just outside uh, of a question of fairness, because other country, other regions have prizing at at their finals, and this one doesn't. You know what? But he, uh, it, unless you want assholes like me to think, you just don't care about people south of the border. Or, man, I bet you, you just uh, want to save money and use it somewhere else. If you don't want that kind of speculation, then you better come up with a better answer than it's convenient to have I think it's a very convenient and great excuse for them. And I think that's how I look at it until they change it. And I do think also it come it it's an issue of impacting play. Cause this is now at least the second year in a row where someone who has reached who has already qualified for Capcom Cup decided not to compete in the regional final. Yeah. That's because remember, Brolinho pulled out last year for similar reasons. We have that sets up a, a situation where players in Latin America have a different path than players outside in Asia or in North America or in Europe. So I, I just want to see some sort of parity within those regions. Um, you know, there there's a big push on Twitter this year to get the regional final move to. Uh, Dominican Republic. I don't necessarily think it has to go to Dominican Republic. Well, they've earned I, it. They I, have a case for it. It certainly why? can. It, it might be hard to do it there, actually, to be perfectly Because their best players are there? Is that why? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Yes. The 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 thing I was thinking is maybe uh, they partner up with Fighting Fest and have that be the host of the regional final. I mean, you could... Southeast... Er, 
Southeast Asia Major existed before it was a regional final. So I, I do think that you can partner with another event and say, hey, you know, instead of you hosting a premiere, we can move a couple of the other events earlier and you're going to host the regional final. And therefore, you know, you have an established team who knows how to do it, who you have a proven track record with uh, that that can, that, you know, can get it done. So, I mean, it's possible. There are solutions out there. I don't know how easy those solutions are to implement because I don't work at Capcom. I don't have access to that information. Hey, so we don't want to implement things. them, Cough. Cough as in KOF. Um, let me just, for the context here, since we've been talking about it, uh, actually read you some of these tweets here. So, Sherry Genix tweets, Not sure if I read this correctly, but every region beside Brazil receives a cash prize for the regional open tournament, regional final tournament. So that means every region gets paid except for Latin America. Latin America stays, stays getting the short end of the stick. Can we do better, please? Yeah, we've talked about this quite a bit already. And Michael says, hey, that's not what it's about. Michael Martin says, uh, Japan had the same issue. It's not about getting the short end of the stick. Yada, yada, yada. That, that, that's what we're discussing here. But are the regional finals in Japan? They're in Southeast Asia majors? Or Southeast Asia? Or right, or, which is in Singapore. Which, which is, is definitely not, not a Japan. Capcom headquarters. And the definite biggest Capcom headquarters is in Japan. <laughs> So it, again, it's a terrible excuse, and I on it, it, it looks really bad, and like it looks really bad. Like to me, it literally looks like they're purposely doing this. Okay, well then that shits on Steve's argument earlier, which I agreed with initially. But when he <laughs> said, you know, think about having um, Capcom USA through the North American regional finals in Mexico City, it's like actually, yeah, you can do that because Capcom Japan does it and throws it in Southeast Asia. I'm not saying it's it's impossible. I'm saying there are logistical challenges. No, that I was are on obvious. your team, man. I like that. I like. <laughs> and that there reason. are logistical challenges that aren't obvious. I I think at the end of the day, they got to find a solution to this because I I I would hate to have to explain next year why. You think it's that easy? You think like maybe because because okay, so we all think that. Yeah, it's so hard because the because the headquarters are there, but they already have examples of of you know the opposite being one hundred percent the case, like you know on the other side of the world, but in the same year. Like you think it's just like they're just being stubborn, and we've always done it in Brazil, and it's like so, next year they'll just so, move it over. Um, a couple of things that I'm gonna hit you with, um, and I hope I'm not revealing too much or putting Michael Martin on the spot. I'm gonna bust his chops a little bit. He says in this thread with Sherry that um, before prize money, there are bigger priorities to improving the CPT Latin America. To which I asked, what are those bigger priorities? And his response was, he's not going to elaborate on that because he doesn't want anyone to take it as a promise or get their hopes up. Which I actually messaged him and was like, bro, that's the lamest fucking response. Um, and I said, if it's, an in, if it's convenient to do it in Brazil, perhaps it's time to be inconvenience. To which he responded, it's not that simple. You think he's allowed to say anything, no. though? He's no. just, he's just, you know, and I guess you're right. Like, from our I side mean, of the how, table, that's what we're supposed to ask the questions, right? Because he's the representative. But, like, you know you're not going to get any information from him. And even if he was the czar, I mean, he's not the czar. But even if he was, you don't say anything until you know for sure. Because if you oh, yeah. say, yeah, if you say, hey, we're not happy with the Latin America finals as is we're going to do it somewhere else. And then that falls through. And now you have to go back to the team you've partnered with in Brazil and say, Hey, you know, sorry, we talked crap about you. Can you run our event again? You can't do that. 
you can't say anything until you have a solution. And so I, sorry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I mean, we, I would we're not have, expecting an answer. There's there's a couple options. Some look way worse in terms of morals than others as to why this is happening. I think come March of next year, February, and we get the tour, and it's it's there again, and no money again. Then it really becomes a an issue because I mean, last year I think we were some of the only people really like, and the Latin American players were talking about it. But now it's become an issue that everyone knows about, and so something's got to give. And I mean, one thing I want to talk about, we, we kind of mentioned it before we jumped into this. One of the reasons everyone's talking about, well, maybe Dominican Republic should host it is because of the success they've had. I mean, can you pull up that graphic? Yeah. I mean, you think of it. This is of the 24 players who have clinched. Japan, obviously dominating. But DR has more players qualified for Capcom Cup right now than South Korea, then UK, then France, then the United States. You know, we talk about how Street Fighter V was supposed to be the great equalizer. You know, countries like Japan with their they had a baked in advantage before because they have the uh they have the arcade edition. This is going to get rid of that. Com- countries like US and Brazil with how tournaments set up. Uh, you know, with how the pro tours are set up, have that baked in advantage because there's so many events in the U.S. There are so many events in Latin America uh, that take place in Brazil, including the Latin American finals. But as of right now, there are no Brazilians in Capcom Cup for the first time ever in the Capcom Cup era. Right now, there's only two Americans guaranteed to be there. It, it, it could be five. It could be likely be five. But as of right now, only two. Despite how many premier events do we have in our country? How many other ranking events do we have in our country? You're right, and, and you're right. But like, also, you know what I think the difference is when you talk about the great equalizer? It's, um, it's you're right, that Asia is still winning and most of Asia uh, being Japan, right? Uh, but it used to be that they won everything they went to and it's like they're gonna take any of these events like ranking premiere along the tour this is back you know in the day before street fighter 5 and then they were gonna win evo they were gonna win capcom cup everything and they were gonna take like most if not all of top eight every time they're still the best yes and the numbers show it but they're not winning everything you know dr wins capcom cup uh problem x from from the uk wins evo and it's like japan's right there but the difference is it's not equalized but the the needle has been moved at least a little bit and asia and more specifically japan is not as consistent as they were they still are the best and the other thing is that hold on come back to me come back to me (laughs) (laughs) i i i I, i'm sorry i spent all of my energy voting today (laughs) <laughs> my yeah. mental capacity so Steve, let me ask right. you a question why did you uh when you put this tweet out it's not represented here on this graphic you made say for your trolling pleasure or something to that effect because everyone who talks about this like like i said before whenever they talk about luffy winning it's never france won evo whenever they talk about problem x when winning evo it's not uk won evo it's eu won evo it's that Ryder cup mentality you know, Japan, Asia may be kicking our ass, but we're kicking your ass too. You know, it, 
who, who it's that battle for second. And the other thing on that is that I just want it. It's just amazing how successful DR has been. I mean, we're in a world right now where the reigning Capcom champion is from DR. And one of the favorites to win this year's Capcom Cup could very well be a different player from DR. I wouldn't be shocked if Kaba took it. I would not be shocked at all. Did you a white person won StarCraft. The <laughs> world is going crazy. No one plays that anymore. So yeah, I played with you know, what, Sure, but it was things? the first time in history it wasn't two Koreans in the final. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. Good. More, <laughs> you reminded me of that one Chris Rock band. bit where uh, when Eminem was still in the game, Tiger was like, "The best rapper is white and the best golfer is black." <laughs> like shit's going crazy. It's happening, guys. All right, I'm still in the game. <laughs> yeah, I know he really is. Um, I, I have one more thing to piggyback off of what Steve was saying there. I also think that the difference between <laughs> Japan. And the rest of the world, for the most part, in fighting games, is that Japan has been doing this on this professional driven level, um, I think, longer than anybody. And players that have been around for a while, like Tokido, Haitani, Daigo, the people like that, they're one, of course, they're naturally talented, but they've been grinding at the level that a lot of the rest of the world is now grinding at. Now that there's money, now that there's like this fame, now that there's this means to actually travel to these events, the rest of the world, I think, has, has that same hunger Japan has had for a long time. And as a result, we are catching up to where they are. And it's like it's going to take a few, I think, generations of fighting games for this to happen or to fully like kind of even out. But I think that's what's happening right now in, in like the, the the meta of the you know all the regions. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm having too much fun here with the chat. The uh, did somebody see? And I'm not trying to stir the pot, but you know I love to, Mike. The uh, <laughs> man put out a tweet saying three of the qualified. Uh, players for Capcom Cup are coming from the Drum Ring Club. Just, just let that sink in, or something to that effect. And he got some hate for it. He was like, "Dude, why you gotta say it? Like, oh my god, why you gotta like be so proud? Why wouldn't you? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be proud?" I don't know. Be... People are so stupid about Mena. They post oh. Mena's. It's a fine thing to post. I, I can't understand how that would offend anyone. You mean someone was an asshole on Twitter? <laughs> I can't. I can't even understand like, why that would be angry. Stop the presses. All right. Anyway, um, Shasta Mena. He's a good dude. Big heart. Uh, if you've met him, you know he's a decent guy. All right, where are we taking this next? Are, you, are we ready for Incineroar, or are we waiting a little bit? Oh, God. <laughs> You're so high for Incineroar. I don't even know who he is, man, but he looks like Alex. If you, if you want to know who Incineroar is, just like go to Sonic Fox. Twitter and click on his likes and just like it's a well, bunch of incinerators. Incinerators fire dicks hanging out and stuff, most likely. But yes, you will get an idea of what the character looks like and does. <laughs> Under his clothing, you mean? <laughs> anyway, um, so we were all wrong, although they might be because you know we had the leak list and we were wrong about it all, but it might also be that those may be DLCs or like features. Well, here's the thing, and this is like just like insider thing like a lot of times, like those leaks will come from partial truth. Almost like all the characters, basically, except for like a couple that have been leaked, were in the game in some form, but some of them were like assist trophies sure. or, or non playable characters. A lot of these leaks come from like animators who worked on the game who are like, oh yeah, dude, I made Isaac in the game. Like he's in Smash. But they don't necessarily know what the character's doing. Mm. And we're in an era where, you know, they 3D model background characters. So like, a lot of the leaks can be things that are partial truths. Can we can we see that trailer alone? Do you have it there? So I thought it was pretty badass. We all were expecting. Wait, bro. Started from the Ken. 
Oh yeah, Ken looks so oh, good. Not necessarily. Okay, first of all, shout outs to Alon for queuing up the Incineroar part, but let's see it from the beginning. I'm sorry, John, you were saying? No, I was just saying that this this trailer looks really good. It looks even better than the game, but like Ken looks sexy as hell. <laughs> You're into that Ken? Well, the, me, the character I'm excited about this wasn't Ken. in this trailer. Who? Banjo? Piranha Plant. Wait, oh we're gonna get gosh. to that. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But okay, we all had expected Ken. And when I saw this, I thought this was badass. He the looks good. Cool. Yeah, he looks really cool. Turns up the heat, makes the sense. And like he's an echo, but like he has his his Street Fighter Four focus attack instead of reuse. You know, like he's still different. He's still cool. You know, officially by Nintendo's words, he's the Street Fighter Two Ken, but he's got the focus attack and he's got a bunch of other stuff. And he's got the crazy kicks. Yeah. He's got the multi-hit Tatsu. He, it, it, it's just whatever. I, I've said this a few times, and it's always true. Whatever you think of Smash as a competitive fighter, whether you think it's a fighting game or not, as a love letter to video games mm -hmm. and to other series, it is unmatched. They killed it every with Ultimate. Like, every trailer has just been fire, and people are going insane. Saying Smash is not a fighting game is like saying golf isn't a sport. It's like, it's a They're little different. True. It's a friggin' sport, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but here comes Incineroar. No. This new character I'd never heard of before, but it looks pretty. He's, he's a, a Pokemon. Pokemon. Also, want to say that that Nintendo went out of their way to make Ken look good here, just because <laughs> of Street Fighter. <laughs> Fucking Nintendo, They're like, just despite Capcom. Uh, All those comparison pictures are we're so good. At the end. It's going to be super late in the game. We're, we're devoting half the team to Ken's face and half the team to the rest of the game. Get it done. And that's what we have here. And it's not even in the game. It's just in this trailer. In the game, he looks a little bit goofy. But here, oh my gosh, I'm gay for Ken. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Thank you for doing that on the show. Coming out for Ken and all that. Hey, um, when I watched this trailer the first time, I was like, dude, he has like the dive, Alex's little uh, star dive, whatever thing. What's that thing called? He has like the six of Alex's moves. He's a wrestler. Yeah. I mean, it's like Alex is kind of based on some wrestling moves. He's based on wrestling moves. He's also got Mika moves too. The, so, yeah. the uh, giant swing. Um, but of course, the real big announcement was uh, the photosynthesis boys are real excited about this one. So this, this was one of those experiences. Normally, I'm like trolling, right? Like, you know, I'm like, uh, uh. but this happened and I was actually, I was in the sauna and I was watching Nintendo Direct on my phone and I started screaming. Like, I was like so hyped that he was actually piping it up. And then I looked at Twitter and I was like, people are going to be so fucking hype about this. Like, he looks cool. He looks unique. Like, he's a classic Nintendo character. And then what do I see? People are mad that it's not Waluigi or some shit or Gino. Piranha Plant's way better. He's been in way more games than either of those stupid characters. He's a classic. He's been around since Mario fucking won. It's his time. Or her. Oh, my gosh. It's the plant's time. It's so bullshit that Waluigi didn't make it in. It's funny as hell. No one and fucking I cares care. about Waluigi. No, no. The people care. People give a shit about Waluigi. He's like the four. What, you want another Mario? The There's like four no. Marios in the game already. It's a Goku's Dude, and fucking and DBZ. How many plants massive, are in the game? It's a massive. One, Ivysaur. Now there's two. <laughs> I bet that Nintendo, in their trolley ways, had Waluigi ready, but when people whined about it, they were DLC. like, you know what we're going to do? And put it behind the paywall. Dude, but that's like the most brilliant move, and they should do it like season two, like Sagat, make them wait even longer. People don't know, but I actually play, like, there's like, every time a Smash game comes out, I play it for like six months. Yeah. And and I'm going to play Piranha Plant no matter what. He doesn't come out I for like three up, months, though. You're going to take your Switch into the sauna, or? Uh... 
I'll take it in there. <laughs> Settle it and smash. I, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. The the I'm not a fan of Waluigi. I don't give a shit. I don't even play Smash. But the fact that they haven't put this character in the game, I came up with a list of five other characters that should be in the game before Waluigi. Can I share it with you really quick? <laughs> share it. Okay. Number five, Shoe Goomba. The Goomba that shows up in Mario th- 3 and World 5-3 that's in the shoe that hops around. I would like that. Okay, pack. that's cool. Sure. That's and a good his one. alternates could be like stilettos and like high heels. And okay, Yeezys. I'm okay. down. Right. Shoe Goomba. Four. Put him in. Yeezys. Who? Yeezys. Yeah. Epona, the horse. Okay, Epona, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, that's an assist, bro. That's a, that's, a, that's a trophy or a spirit or whatever the hell they're calling Number him. Number three, the lava pit from Mario 2 with the potapoos or potaboos or whatever, the fires <laughs> that come up. You just move around and you're a lava pit and you can shoot fireballs and you even have hurt boxes. <laughs> Sounds cool. No, it's unique. No, it's much terrible. more unique than Waluigi. That's a real bad one. Exactly. All of this way before I'm blocking Waluigi, on that one, John. Number two. Missing no. The glitch from the original two. That would be nine. good. Oh my god. He just shows up and like just if you pick him, the game crashes. It's great. Better than Waluigi. <laughs> that would be good. And then the number one, every single form of Goku. And they all come out <laughs> as individual characters and they I mean you know how I feel own. about Goku and right. Smash already. Right, and, and, and you get every single one of them, and they don't finish with this until, like, 2025, and by that time, no one gives a shit, and then they release Waluigi, and then the next Smash, and he's not in it. Seriously, though, the plant looks cool. He looks different. He shoots fireballs, and he hits people with his head. Um, he looks really good. I'm excited. And what's cool is, like, I didn't think they could do this. In 2018, like, a character comes out, and it's already been leaked, theorized something like i can't believe they threw us off to the point where we had no one fucking had any idea piranha plant was going to be in this game and to me that's impressive to do in 2018 they, they grabbed it out of the background and suddenly made it a character that's what they did at the last minute to troll everybody <laughs> they should throw in the jeeps from jackal bayou billy both uh, the brother bros from double dragon and jimmy and bimmy Jimmy and is it, it's not Bimmy. Well, it's in the in the credits. It's Bimmy. <laughs> that's oh I didn't make God. that up. That's that's a, you said that with such up. conviction. I believed it. <laughs> the Here's the thing about Incineroar, right? Like they put in the Pokemon, they we keep back? putting in humanoid like regular fighter Pokemon, like Lucario and like Mewtwo and like Greninja. Like put in some weird ones. Like I don't know. Like put in Ex- a Lolan Executor or something. I don't know. Put in someone cool. Steve Buck grab on Incineroar. I don't even know what life is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll grab. He looks cool. I I like the, um, I like his move off the ropes. Yeah, that's cool. You, yeah, if you time it right, you get a really powerful, uh, smash on that. So uh, he looks cool. I'll grab. Uh, John Blocker grab on Incineroar. Here's the thing about Smash rosters. It like even if even if someone comes along that you don't give a crap about, it doesn't matter because there's five billion other characters to play. Even if your character is not in it, like I think it's stupid that they don't have Banjo Kazooie, and I don't I don't I don't give a DLC. shit about any of them. Yeah, probably. But I'm just saying, it's like even if they don't, it's like well, there's seven million other characters to choose from. I can probably find someone that I want to play or ten. So it's like. Sure, I, and I think Incineroar looks great. It looks cool. I, I could take him or leave it. I don't give a shit, but I'll grab it just on good. More The more the merrier. Blocker grab for one, Mike. For who? Piranha Plant. For, for Blocker grab for Piranha Plant. But well, just you. I'm only asking you. 
Grab. <laughs> the most grab. You could take out 10 more characters. And there's Petey Piranha in his final smash. Even better. <laughs> What's his final smash do? He summons Petey uh, Piranha. What's the he difference? becomes Petey Piranha, I thought. Uh, he, he's in the trailer. I he, think he, he summons him. But I, I'm not positive. Ooh, well, somebody said Ed Battlefields. Frame by frame this. Pick up. Yeah, let's look at the thing. Frame the Petey All right. Piranha. Okay, he lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he summons Petey. He oh, yeah, because he's still down there. You're right. Okay. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, so the other thing to talk about is uh, Nintendo going into the realm of fight passes and season passes. So, yeah. so now they are going to have a lot more money. <laughs> fighter pass for five characters, five stages, and all of the music associated with those five characters for uh 24.99 if i remember correctly i feel like there's like in a in the in the atmosphere right now some people are going oh no like nintendo finally jumped on the train and i just want to clarify at least with the four of us that nobody thinks nintendo is screwing up by adopting the plan of 2018 that every single other company yeah. and game does and they did it in the right way where like so in the trailer first of all they said we know it really sucks to do this without telling you what's in the pack don't buy it unless you think it's worth it, but it'll be worth it. And they have the pedigree and to they, make it. And it will. They, they have the pedigree to be like, yeah, we know all their DLC characters will be, <laughs> you know, well animated, true to their character, cool. A lot of the most unique characters in Smash 4 and the best ones were DLC. And a lot of the hype and Cloud came in the game, you know, like crazy so, stuff came from DLC. A couple things. I, I like how you you were about to say, we know the character is going to be well done. And then you instantly remembered Bayonetta. Yeah, I was like, instead of well done, I'll say they're at least going to be wild. Well designed. They also right? said like that they were not going to be Echoes. And they also said, um, oh, and also nobody can argue that this isn't a complete game. They've thrown everything yeah. that you could ever have asked for a ton of new characters and then there's a little bit more. when they say like oh like we need extra time and money to work on this you're like okay like we get it like right it makes well, sense well you feel you're getting your 60 dollars worth and more there was actually like there's a big revolt oftentimes against dlc because you know like oh i have to spend more money and that kind of sucks but the games nowadays compared to the games back in the day as far as manpower and hours and content goes like you can argue fun levels right because donkey kong country will always be fun but as far as like making red dead redemption 2 and how much money it costs to create those games they're not making a ton of money with a 60 dollar price tag it's all about the dlc that like they know as an investment like they'll get and so it's like and, and, and maybe not every game is the same story but like you you know that you're getting more than $60 worth when you buy Smash Ultimate right off the bat and and you feel encouraged and and you feel confident that you can give your money to Nintendo and they're going to continue to give you good product cuz they almost always have of course, the most important news to come uh, as a result of this is uh, this tweet here from Sonic Fox. I think Smash is going to be my main fighting game, too. <laughs> after well, Injustice my main Pro game, series, not fighting games. After the Injustice Pro Series finale, I'll officially make Dragon Ball Fighters and Smash my main games. Now, what you don't know is he's actually talking about Melee. That Get would be gross. Here. I'll still compete in Soul Calibur 6. Hey, look at them over there playing with swords. <laughs> That's my Elon impression. You're welcome. It was very good. I thought it was Elon. Alana, are you excited for uh, Smash play? Uh, fighting game players, I can't tell if they're gonna root for or against Sonic and Smash. I feel like like you want to root for. I want to root for him because it like feels like, hey, that's our guy. But I know a lot of people are sick of seeing Sonic him win Fox any form. Sonic has been so. a Smash player all along. He just didn't know it. 
Don't you think? Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't be surprised if you saw him at a Smash convention. <laughs> did I just stereotype Sonic Fox and Smashers? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, sure Do you think did. he's going to play Sonic? No. No, no he won't Fox. play Sonic. He'll, he'll figure... Jesus Christ. Did you he'll, just realize that for the first time? He'll, he'll, he'll figure out the broken stuff. He's ridiculously good at finding the broken stuff. And then he'll play with whatever you know he likes... But until he goes down 2-0, and then he'll revert back to the broken stuff. Did somebody ask if he's going to play Sonic or Fox? Yes. I, I just asked that. Yeah, John yeah. just missed it. I, I, I don't think he's going to be as good in this as he will. He is in other games. Certainly not as fast. It's much more different. Do we have any examples of anybody crossing over? I think Leffen played AE decently well. He plays. Leffen's good at he DBFZ. He earned the CPT point. Yeah, Leffen's good at DBFZ. Uh, the best the other way, like Apology Man's done well in like some locals in, in Cali. Chris G. Uh, no, I've never heard of. No, I mean I'm sure these guys are fine. There's never been a like games, a major like, success of a fighting game. Play. Uh, De Kill Sage was like good. De Kill Sage is good at Smash, like legitimately good. But yeah, no one that you've like is winning tournaments in Smash. And and not even from Smash game to Smash game as much, right? Like Mewtwo King, I think is placed. He's, in a few he'd Smash probably be the best one, and like Wizrobe. I mean, Chris G doesn't count. Chris G is very good at. We're talking about Smash. Yeah, he he came from Smash. Well, kind obviously I mean, not good enough for me to know anything about it. So not good enough. If John don't know about you, you ain't nothing. You, the you best the, the, in terms mage? of like actually doing great in both games, the best would be Leffen, who's are, like done very well in DBFZ and is like a top melee player. <clears throat> People are talking about Reinhardt. He came from Tekken, didn't he? Or Virtual Fighter? Yeah, yeah he's not. He, he was never he a top plays. Smash player though. At like the actual top of the game, like we've certainly not that what, way. Like Brawl or or four. What about Broly? He's been pretty good at both. Broly Legs was good at both. Yeah, Broly Legs was like a really good. I mean, we've had people who have yeah, done both. Yeah, but he's not. He's not winning majors. Damn you know? dog. Like, no, I'm just. I'm stupid. <laughs> Fact That's facts. what it is. It is what it you. is. Yeah, I'm not winning majors. All right. Um, have we? Uh... I mean, the problem isn't that it's. I, I, the, the issue isn't like oh, I can be good at these games because they're too different in my opinion. It's because. The tournaments are different and the scenes are different, so you'd have to invest so much more time, not just in playing, but in literally traveling to different tournaments to play both games and to practice both games. So, like, whereas you can get good at Marvel and Street Fighter by going to the same tournament and playing with a similar group of people, to get good at both Street Fighter and Smash requires you to go to two different tournaments for the two games, find two completely different communities to interact with, to find tech from, et cetera. It's just, it would be a large time investment. I think to be actually that good at both, you would have to be like a professional gamer and that would yeah. have to be like everything. And not to say it's not doable. It's just that when I asked the question earlier about who has done it, it's like, it hasn't really been done. It's like, well, okay. It, that doesn't mean it's not, it's impossible, but it means it hasn't been done yet. So I think that there's something to be said of that. All right, guys, um, let's move on from Smash into Cleanse the Palette. Did you guys hear about this new game called Omen of Sorrow? Yeah, it looks way better than not. it did when they first showed it. When they first showed it, it was like a mobile game, and now it's like a one of the current mobile games. It, it, looks, it looks definitely decent. I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, when I got to play it, or I didn't really get to play it all that much at Combo Breaker, but I got to watch it. My big worry was the animation looked stiff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it looked very sort of um, robotic. It looks 
a good bit better now. Uh, this was uh, the the team is based out of I want to say Peru. I know it's South America, uh, but it's the first major fighting game to come out of South America for a major console. Uh, so I'm hoping it it does really well. It, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I posted about this. Gosh, maybe two years ago. And, and that's what I was referring to when I was talking about how bad it used to look. And when we did, like, anytime I saw anything about Omen of Sorrow, whether it be in the article that I posted or just on, on social media, people were just making fun of it. Because, and as we've learned very much with the, like, the AAA games, like, uh, you know, Marvel Infinite and such, it's like, the way your game looks is a huge thing to people, even before they know how it plays. This game has, like, risen up and passed that level. Like, it, it's not the most beautiful game, but it'll get by and people can get, like, they, they can get involved in it and they can invest in it a little bit. What it's gonna what come down to, Medusa. this is the, one of the new characters. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, and they have some pretty cool looking <clears throat> characters too. Like the stories behind them are kind of interesting too. So it's gonna come down, like it's past level one, but the big test now is gameplay. If this game is fun, like it legit has the, the potential to come like come up at, you know, like, I'm, sorry, you laugh? I'm, I'm laughing because Wendigo says you guys should give this game away to, for free to Ultra David through a <laughs> raffle in quotes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh speaking <laughs> of raffles, uh, Ilan, do you want to open up the raffle? Because there's a little bit of lore here. Sure, I'll um, open up the raffle. So we, you know, we always give away costume a Chun Li costume whenever uh, Edison makes top eight, and he did that. Uh, <laughs> so so we've got one. <laughs> but we actually picked up another costume to give away. Um, how, how did that this, happen? How'd that happen? Uh, remember last week when we tried to give away a game and it ended up being won by Ultra David, who in turn gave it away on Ultra Chen TV? Well, last week on Capcom Connect, they gave away a copy, uh, uh, a costume, uh, a Guile Halloween costume. And it was won by Marnos337. Unfortunately, he's not able to redeem it because he is not in the U.S. And this was a, a North America-based show. So he can't redeem the code. He reached out to me and said, hey, your, your, guy, your fans deserve a little something. Hook the people up. So now we have taken a prize from Capcom Connect to give to the people. We just know it's going to die by sword, by the way. I'm calling it now. I'm not involved in the collusion, by the way. I'm not. I'm nowhere near the control panel. So are we doing... Uh, I really like that wheel that you found last week, Elon. Are we going to put all ten in there right now, or right? Yeah, I can... We can do as many or as little or however you want it. Within Here, the wheel? Do like five now, Okay. We'll five do. later, All right. and then we'll spin the wheel twice. All right, there we go. So why are we spinning it twice? What are we giving away? A Chun costume and then the new guy costume the that guy got regifted to us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out to Michael Martin guy for that, by the way. He has to go someone in North America. Sorry, so, yeah. So uh, we yeah, we did get a question time. in the chat of, can anybody enter? Steve, the you Chun Yeah, the Chun costume uh, will award in the uh, form of some sort of prizing, either through PayPal or Steam. So we'll give that to anybody. The Guile costume has to go to someone in North America. All right. Let's see what names get added. All right. So we got RR3 Draws. Hey, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah. He uh, made some uh, art for us once. Oh, cool. Yeah, the Ian. Uh, really for your cool, art. dude. Uh, next is Fooly. Fooly. 
Good job, Fully. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. You've achieved. Uh, You're on the wheel. See, Mike Ferreira. Nice. Oh, I know Mike. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm kidding. Well, I know Mike now. I know he exists. Who else? Uh, pedanticism? Or pedantic sim. Whatever. Pedan pedanticism, pedantic sim. Shout out to pedantic sim. Wow, he's winning a lot today. You got gift sub. Now he's in the wheel. That's three, right? <laughs> That's three. We got That's two four. more. Uh, sidewinders. Okay. Sidewinders. Now, this is just putting you on the wheel, guys. This doesn't mean you won. Damn it, Donka, stop entering the raffle. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I said two more, so we're going to get six. It's fine. Uh, okay. Death God 15. Sick. All right. Ooh, he's going to win. All right. And there we go. That's the, the first half of the wheel. Okay. All right. Well, death God 15 is the God of death, not the God of raffles. So you never know. See if anyone's left on that wheel by the time it stops spinning. So uh, I hear Yipes is starting a new in the same vein as Curly Mustache was for Marvel, but for Dragon Ball Fighters. Is this true, Steve? He's talking about it. Um, you know, if you remember back in the days of Marvel 3, way in the in the before time, in the long, <laughs> long ago, uh, he had this occasional series called Curly Mustache where it'd be sometimes just invitational tournaments, sometimes team tournaments, but it was all about building the hype for Marvel. So he was think he went on Twitter yesterday and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm not going to call it Curly, though. I'm not sure what to call it. So my uh, question to the people was, what should he call it? Uh, so let's start things off with probably my favorite answer. Uh, Scott Vegeta going with bus-ass bonanza. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. Uh, Versace Wavecap says it's got to be cell games. Uh, Flash Neko wants to go with Saiyan Moon uh, Saiyan Mustache uh, Lao Lao 92 says East Coast AAA uh, X Manatham says uh, Saturday Night Saiyan Fights I can talk I swear uh, Epi X Hero says either Oppression Session The Mix mm -hmm. or you could just settle for ah! <laughs> I'm so glad you did it. I was wondering if you were going to do it, and you did. It didn't disappoint. It has to be done. Yes. Uh, and then to close things off, Ace, King's off, Ace King Officer thinks it should be named the Dominique McLean Continuing Education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. All right. Um, so are we added more names yet, or we have more topics? What do you want to take us, Steve? Uh, let's do more topics first. Okay. So we did uh, uh, Virtual Fighter, which you've been waiting for. I think since we started Best Three Bag Days, you're like, man, when will there be another Virtual Fighter game? Well, you got your wish. Maybe. Um, Sega recently announced, or they didn't announce it, but they recently uh, renewed their uh, trademark for Virtual Fighter on arcade, for arcade systems. And then they also uh, created a new. Uh, Oh, I forget what it was like. Prime fight, uh, primal fight, something like that. That was a potential subtitle for the game. Uh, so people, people are th seeing that. They're seeing Akira being in the Sis Trophy in Smash Ultimate. They're thinking, man, Virtual Fighter's coming up. There's got to be a new game, right? Well, 
uh, Sega Europe mentioned, uh, someone mentioned it to them, and they said, we know, sadly, there isn't anything in the pipeline at present, I'm afraid. So, doesn't look like there's an, a virtual Fighter on the horizon, at least not one that they're ready to announce, but something to think about going forward. I am going to a- think about that going forward. Um, do, do you think that, I mean, I don't know how this works, but we have a lawyer in training here. If the fact that um, one of the characters is in the new Smash Ultimate, would that cause them to have to like re-up their license or anything like that? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I know there's some stuff regarding like protecting it, and so like you have to keep going after it when other people use it. I don't think you necessarily have to re-register. That being said, re-registering isn't particularly expensive. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that says a whole lot on its own. Is anybody, give me a one in the chat for yes and a two for no. Is anybody really excited for a new Virtua Fighter? And here in the dais, block or grab, Virtua Fighter. I mean, it's I, cool. I'll, I mean, I, I'll grab it for the Virtua Fighter fans. It's never been my game, but. I, th- I think I'm in the same boat, you know. I, I first of all, fucked Doral uh, from back in the Saturn days. But, <laughs> you know, I it, it hasn't been something I was been able to get into the last few years i might pick it up if uh they come out with the new one so i'll grab john uh same same basic boat as donka i don't care but <laughs> if there are enough people that would care and would enjoy it then sure because because <clears throat> i'd like more variety and more people to be happy and then you know just also more cross-pollination so the more fighting games the more people are enjoying them the better Elon. so i don't have a blocker grab but i do have an uh, addition or a supplemental bit of information. Virtual Fighter is uh, playable fully. Virtual Fighter 2 on the new Yakuza game. So I think the fact that they are renewing the IP may just be so they could they could put more Virtual Fighters into more Yakuza games or more mini games. Et cetera, it's all et possible. Yeah, that's a possibility. By the way, the other title uh, that they filed a trademark for is Battle Genesis. So. Uh, they they are separate trademarks. It's not necessarily meaning that they'll use it together. It could be a completely different game. It could be a completely different product. But they were filed for at the same time by the same lawyer. So uh, that's why that thinking is the, out there. The one thing I'll say is that I actually think it's kind of a poor time to release a new fighting game. I think we've had kind of an influx of those like lower to medium interest games and i think it's kind of resulted in all of them falling by the wayside we've had a lot of new games come and go almost instantly they have almost no exposure at these tournaments and at this point having exposure at tournaments or some sort of promise of some exposure at tournaments gets you a good chunk of you know the fgc the FGC buy, and then people seeing it on stream is what gets you some more buys. And I know that's not necessarily a giant chunk of the companies making it or why they make these games, but at least in a competitive sense, I think we've had a ton of these new games just not have a competitive scene because there's so many games people don't really want to commit to any of them. Speaking of which, um, even some it's even harder than that, right? Because there are some games like Dragon Ball Fighters whose terms are being canceled. Now, is that a popularity thing, or uh, why don't you give us some context here before we get there, uh, Steve, about uh, what happened at DreamHack Atlanta? Well, uh, that is set to take place soon. Uh, there was supposed to be Street Fighter V, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, and a couple other games as well, 
But recently, Alex Jabaley, who runs fighting games for DreamHack, he came out with a statement saying that the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters tournament would be canceled at DreamHack. There were around 40 entrants uh, at the time of cancellation, but that is not significantly more or significantly less uh, than the other games. He also responded to a player on Twitter asking about it, and he said, quote, or, I have the quote here, sorry. He said, where did it go? I'm sorry, it's not in, I had it all. It says, like, I would never cancel uh, an event because of, you know, Right, basically, yeah. Yeah. Hey, little pup. Oh, can you see him on the? He's uh, oh. this is Ollie. He's been my shadow since I moved, and he was uh, he was trembling, so I wanted to pick him up and hold him for a little bit. Hey, Ollie. Yeah, little Ollie. Hey, Ollie. He's a little beta. He's afraid of everything. <laughs> All right, Steve, as you were. So yeah, um, they asked him why they he could not expand on why they had canceled it. So people are obviously making the jump saying, hey, you know, DreamHack didn't cancel it. Who else did? Had to be either Bandai Namco or Toei, someone along those lines. Now, again, we don't know. uh, But if you think back uh, a couple months ago, the whole issue with with, uh, body count fighting, they came out in a tweet that they quickly deleted saying that they had to cancel, uh, they had to pull Dragon Ball Fighters and Tekken off of their programming because they didn't have an agreement in place. They deleted that, but as you can see with the event that happened this past weekend, there was no Tekken and there was no Dragon Ball. It was just Street Fighter and Injustice. So It's the suits, man. It, it, it gives a little weight to that theory. I wonder how much it costs to get permission to use a game at a tournament. It depends very, very heavily. On? Right. On the amount of people using it? On the, the company, on the tournament, on a lot of stuff. Basically, they'll try to get whatever money they think they can get from you. And the thing about being DreamHack is that they know you have a lot of money. And so they're actually much more likely to charge you since they think they can get something out of it than they would with, say, the Donka Invitational happening next year. In your, now, uh, oh, in your basement. In your basement. Yeah. Do you in, think that uh, this has... Sorry, sorry Steve. Do you think this has... If, if, if Latin America... I'll, I will officially deem my basement Latin America. And I will... It's Latin American soil you, and cover you the can, body. You can pay legally in my basement, so... Um, do you think this is, has a the potential effect of uh, a, a dream hack being like, you know what? Fuck this. FGC shit. There's not enough return on it. And then these jerks are trying to squeeze us. We're just not going to have fighting games at our events anymore. See, I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case. It should be noted that uh, DreamHack Atlanta also has a Tekken tournament scheduled, and that has not been canceled. And that is also a Bandai Namco game. So the thinking that leads me to think that maybe it's not Bamco. Maybe it's. Maybe it's Toye. You know, they've been very, very protective of their property. So, again, I don't know anything. Uh, My partnership through TekkenWorldTour.com is through the Twitch side of things. So I don't have any insider information on this. 
Is, is there a reason if you're say you are toy and say that you don't have a that you, that you have a problem with this? What would your problem be? I'm just not. This is this is not my realm. I'm not very like I guess business or PR minded. I, I don't see how this would be a slight against you. It seemed like it would only be a good thing getting more eyes on your game. There's two. There's two main reasons I can think of, which are one, you know, like you have to get all the right execs in the room to agree to something like this, and they don't find it worth it. And the other one is, as I said. They want to get money out of it, and you know, DreamHack isn't coughing up what they want. I don't know which one it is. It could be something else too, but those are just well, ideas that come it. to mind. What, what are they giving in order to? What are they risking in order to have it there? Well, it's not about risking. It's about like showing that you know, like in order to have our game at your tournament, you're going to have to pay. I see. So it's just so like it's the like, prestige and the status level to to you know to set things up for the future. And too. that might not be it in this case, but that does happen certainly, obviously, like sure. in, in advertisements sure. and stuff. And it should be noted that you know the two. This is the second event that Dragon Ball Fighters has been pulled from. In we we don't know for sure if this is licensing, but we have but we can kind of guess maybe that this is licensing. Um, one being DreamHack, which is you know not a small fry, and the other being Body Count Fighting, which you know by itself isn't a big big name. But they're produced by Machinima, which is also not a small fry. So maybe the rule, in their mind, the rules are different for bigger companies trying to like. hop on versus, you know, your mom and pop, your your regional tournament. Now, if that's the case, then it's, you know, is it commendable? It's like, wow, they're giving the grassroots guys a break. Um, they could very well <laughs> that's, do. That's not why they're doing it, but it does work right. out that way. Well, even still, you know, there's always the fear that they could drop the hammer down at any time. And they can. Because, you know, tournaments do exist in this gray area where, you know, almost similar to Let's Plays, where it's not 100% legally decided if um, where the game maker's rights stop and where the participant's rights begin. Now... Do you have the right to mention a tournament by name in promoting your event? Do you have the right to broadcast that event? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things where everyone's kind of, you know, given handshake agreements, thumbs up agreements, but there, there are things that are not 100% settled in terms of law. So, yeah, Ultra David's talked a lot about this and some of the other esports lawyers on Twitter. It's part of the fears of esports in general is that people just really don't know and haven't pushed the boundaries of what's what. You know, like in, in film, there are exact boilermaker contracts for who gets paid what and what can be said by who that are have, have been the same for like 50 years now and almost haven't changed. And we just don't have that yet. And it'll be interesting. Hey, guys, um, let's move on to Street Fighter League, and then we'll wrap things up with the giveaway. Boilerplate, not Boilermaker. Boilermakers are good <laughs> Boilermakers well. are a big 10. Street Fighter uh, League, the details are... Doing pretty good up. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a graphic for this, or do you want to call up the tweeters? There it is. Boom. Uh, so Capcom Japan revealed some more details around the Street Fighter League, which was the 3v3 league coming up uh, in Japan this spring. Uh, it will be composed of six teams, and each team is going to have three players, 
one will be an extreme class player, which is going to be your biggest name uh, tournament player, someone with a Jesu license. Uh, so your Diagos, your Momot, or your Tokidos, excuse me. Uh, then you'll have another player, another group that's the high class player, which is uh, strong players who don't have a license just yet. Uh, there's going to be a tournament later this month to determine exactly who those players are. And then there will be a beginner class player, which is going to be uh, someone who isn't necessarily from the Street Fighter scene. Uh, this there's room seems about so bizarre to me. The beginner class part is where you lost me. I think it does. It's just to draw people in to watch it in the first place. Yeah, but I mean, like, who are you trying to draw in? Because like, I don't want to see some. Like, nobody wants to watch me at this tournament. I agree that I think like this kind of concept has fallen out of favor. I know sports used to do it a lot, and they've kind of stopped the whole like watching celebrities do stuff shittily. Isn't, but I mean, some people do like it. So, it's an hey, attempt. do do not dis. Do not ever besmirch the name of Rock and Jack Basketball. Rock that and is Jack the Basketball. There's pros versus Joes. There's been. Ever happened. Bill Bellamy is a Rock and Jack legend. Um, but but still, like, man, I don't know. I want to get excited about it. Is this like I officially think it's the kind sanctioned? Of thing that, I, I'm a little worried about it for the same reason. I think this is kind of like fun when it's a one day or a quick event. Like, oh, watching these two guys play in a game they never played. But like over the course of a whole league, I don't know how fun that is. We'll we'll see. Hmm. Uh, are you getting excited about it though? You want to block Andrew Grab on this, Alon? What do you do? You have an opinion on it? Uh, is no, this I, like I was just gonna bring up the fact that we had this at E League, but. It was just a one-day thing, as Donko was mentioning. But like, they were also good players, though. Didn't weren't they? Like, they, they they weren't known, but they weren't like total scrubs. Well, no, I mean like the celebrity yeah. thing, where like Shaq was there, yeah, and sure. then like some other people whose names I don't remember. And oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Eva Marie. And it was lame as hell. And I thought was it was it? so. It's not no, my thing. Man, we got Shaq and Tasty Steve, like you know, like, hanging yeah. on his back. Yeah, and Tasty so, Steve, yeah, T-Bag Shaq. What? <laughs> he also like I, I I remember it and it had uh, was even rewrite all that it was great but um, ultimately it was, I was a great like, build up the execution of it was like whatever it was exactly what you'd think it's just people mashing buttons to your point it's up. not for us it's for to get other people's yeah. eyes on it but 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 that was with celebrities like Shaq does not Joe Schmoes well this isn't yeah. this isn't this is supposed to be they're rumored that the beginners will be celebrities yeah oh, I see that's so, not like, imagine all like the pop stars in Japan like sitting down the place okay now you got my attention. Or well, maybe, I mean, you, you know, know, like, that'll get some eyes on it. For sure. No, I, I feel that. I feel we that. also had, like, Punko on, like, an amazing race or something like that, playing nobodies, and they had to, like, beat Punko in a round of Street Fighter Five or something like that to advance. And they were there for, like, forever. It was hilarious, <laughs> but stupid, too. And And maybe, you know, maybe there's players out there that are, you know, like a Kenny Omega, who maybe not... Mm. Maybe not that tournament elite level, but still pretty good. Can still be entertaining, you know. It, 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 it there's a lot to be determined, you know. So we'll see. All right. Well, that's coming to a uh, pirated stream near you. I love our chat. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got a couple more tiny topics. Voldobug. I think we have a clip of that. What's that all about? So apparently, uh, apparently there's a bug that was found on Soul Calibur 6 where both Valdo and Tira can use meter without having meter. So right there, Valdo just did a super without having any meter. Neat. And uh, it's the same thing with Tira. Uh, it's a weird input thing 
where like you have to do like a, some sort of weird just frame input and the and I guess the the system just thinks, oh, I guess this is what you meant, and just goes straight to the super without thinking about the meter. Wow. What an oversight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do we hate this game yet? This Elon? game like, is what I was talking in. about. Like, I just, I feel like in another time, this game would have hit it off big, but I feel like it's already, like, no one fucking cares. I don't know. Well, uh, Ares had, like, 6,000 really people good. watching him. No, it looks good. People are having a lot of fun creating characters and stuff, and they and those are exciting and funny to and fun to you know run into and, and look at. Like people will just stream them looking through that. Like there's a lot good about the game, um, but then it's got like these glaring problems that I think will be fixed, like a glitch or like you know the giant lizard dicks and and ridiculous cubes and whatnot in custom mode. But like. I'm wondering, uh, when does the what's the straw that breaks the camel's back, and when do people stop giving So Calibur Six a chance, or have they already crossed? No, that? I think that we should See, all wait I, and uh, watch people get good at it, and let the tournament season kick off with it, and uh, and then judge it. This is sort of the talk I hate about this. You know, there's always that idea that if the game isn't the the brightest in the spotlight if it isn't the number one spot it's dead i mean this game has been out for a few weeks and people are already saying man it's dead can we drop it already let the game be the game you know if it's not that number one spot if it's not you know if it's not the main event of evo there's still room for it to be successful just let it let you're it right. be. You're right. Yeah, I think it should come out if it if it passes the the build up because now video game or fighting games have to to pass that like trial period where they're still in development and look good and get people hype. But if it makes it past that and it, it makes it to the showroom floor and everything, then I think it should get like a, a year of, of tournament play and and see how things go um, before people like really try to kill it off. Well, it's it's know? just weird, right? Because like fighting games are the only like esport where like we're a whole genre. For the most part at tournaments so like it's a different bar that's set you know like if a moba game isn't popular you know it's their job to host their own tournaments and they probably don't and so you don't see it whereas in fighting games you know like we choose like oh you know what that's cool enough to run here and we do it so it, it's it's a weird thing and it's a different scene and it's like we have this strange metric of like what rank you are in the tournament scene is how how relevant or not dead your game is and it it is toxic for sure well and and it'll also be a big indicator will be more so than what some people are saying on social media right now will be when the tournament season kind of starts up and we have you know these these bigger events where people can actually show up and support their game and at least the one way of going to competitions that'll be a much bigger indicator than people having immediate reactions to certain issues that are going on okay and let me let me throw another counterpoint too uh look at it this way from somebody who's not into the competitive side of fighting games red dead redemption came out last week that's the new hotness it made way more money than even uh avenger or uh, the avengers made in theaters wow. pe people are moving on quickly now whether the game is dead or not that's still to be seen like i could i still play the game i have fun with it there's a soul caliber scene budding here in austin so it's it's one of those things where like just because you're not hearing about it doesn't necessarily mean it's dead or alive or anything like that you know well it's no, not it's dead or alive that's later well yeah oh, but <laughs> but you get you get what i'm you get what i'm putting down you picking up what i'm putting down yeah i'm picking it up cool that's that's all i had right on um, I just want to throw out this one little. I'm changing subjects on you guys. Get y'all's cool. opinion on something. 
There's been a lot of talk on uh, programming, even like SayJam and other people saying, hey, send us the information on your locals and we'll help promote them. David, no, not David, sorry, James Chen uh, put out a tweet saying, hey, I will commentate over your locals, send them to me. And he insinuated that he would do it for a fee, right? Um, and then he would turn it into content. And that part, I, th I wouldn't say people bristled at it, but at least uh, the Hadu responded to that saying, it's like, dude, I think this is badass because having your name attached to it and having your commentary attached to anybody else's locals um, will clearly bring more attention to it. But where I draw the line is, you know, charging people to do that. What? Uh, and, and there's been opinions on both sides. One is that what Rick said or is that what you said? No, Rick Rick's Rick like, dude, like, yeah. but charging? Um, I'm on the fence because it's like, you know, James is... Well, what's the it, argument against? Well, let, let me just set the, the stakes here. So, so, so James clearly is top tier commentator, world known, world renowned, and to have him uh, shine a light on it means something. Um, and this is what he does for a living. Therefore, don't give it away for free. Um, but then it's like, hey, this is like a local bro. Who, who's going to pay for this? I mean, I think it's like one of those things where like James can definitely do that if he wants. I don't know if it's worth it for a local to like it goes against the spirit locals aren't usually trying to make money so like i doubt they'll get enough or have much of a reason to pay him to do it like maybe like or once or want, twice but i mean he can he can ask for payment that. what you no know, people are not going to be able to be on stream you know in the same way that a tokido or someone like that is and it's like that's a magical experience to have like a well-known commentator that also does Evo and such be also commentating your match if you're someone that never gets to go and have that happen for you. And, and this is super you know? obvious. Like the, the, the other thing is like, hey, even us, like we, we've come up, we've, we've asked ourselves like, damn, how do we promote our show so more people know about it? And, you know, how do we do that? If, if James is like saying, hey, guys, um, in the same way that you would pay for advertising, you know, why don't you throw them my way and I'll also in return give you this badass commentary on your stuff. So somebody here pointed out in the chat, it's like you're paying for advertising and, and looking at it that no, way. No, you are. I mean, I think it's fine to charge him. As I said, I don't know if it's worth it, but I mean, they can make that time. decision on their own. Yeah. How, yeah many people, how many people are following James Chen that are looking at locals that aren't already aware of locals? I think, you know, because this is, this is about bringing new people into the fold. How many of those new people are you really going to catch if, if they're following James already? I think I understand what Rick was trying to say, and I think he worded it poorly, which is just like you're trying to word this as charity, and it's not charity if they're paying. Like, so that's, I think that's kind of what Rick was trying to get across. Like, you know, like commentating someone's locals for a fee isn't doing something, you know, heroic or charitable. Yeah. It's, it's doing a job. And the other thing, too, is. But it's fine. The other thing, too, is I think I saw on the tweet that he said he was going to restream them, right? So he's also getting content on his own channel. And I, he, I think that's where people think that it's a little bit icky is that it's like, hey, but you're also getting content yeah. that you want to be producing. It's just a job. I mean, it's just yeah, a job yeah. for him. That's all it is. It's not charity. Yeah. It's just a job. And, it, and it's one of those things where I, I guess maybe the money that he gets from restreaming stuff is not going to be enough. So he's asking for a little bit more, which I mean, both like paying for it's fine. But yeah, like you said, like trying to make it seem like it's a, a charity without it being a charity. And again, like that, this is from a tweet, so we don't even know if like yeah. what he. Means. Yeah, I think that's a bit semantics, considering how much we could even know about all of this. It's like, well, that like, I mean, that's getting into like, well, what was the tone of his voice, and I guess maybe the word choice, but I don't think anything. Uh, of the I'm word trying to find the tweet so that I can tell you exactly what he said. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. um, I hate doing this. We got a couple things to give away, and it's 7:27. Uh, all, right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Fuck James. So all right, so that's the text, Jerry. 
can we open up the raffle? <laughs> You're fucking asshole. Shout out to me. <laughs> okay. All right, raffles open. Go. Enter. Raffles open go. In the meantime, we are, uh, again, we're the friends of the show, and we like them a lot. Ultra David uh, and James Chen also have their show immediately on After Us, ultrachen.tv. Um, for the record, I do think that uh, if you're inclined to do so, you should send it to uh, James Chen. All right. Tonight on the show, Ultra Chen will be talking about the these topics here. Cool Smash Ultimate News, Tourney and Invitational Reviews, Dragon Ball Fighters Canceled at DreamHack Atlanta, Five on five matchup discussion, eSports Arena at Walmart partnership. I didn't know eSports Arena and Walmart had had a partnership. I saw a Steve, picture of it. You're dropping the ball, Steve. We should have been talking about this. This is big They have news. weeklies. Yeah, they have weeklies. At Walmart. Did we ever talk about, about the fact that Momo and Choco aren't on Echo Fox anymore? No, we didn't. We did. Save, save it for a second. Omen of Sorrow is also being discussed on Chen, so is the IPS finals next week, and more. All right. Momo and Choco are no longer, but we knew that. Uh, we just didn't really have a confirmation, and now we do. Uh, it doesn't really change the conversation to me from what we already talked about, but just news. They're going to be starting their own thing, uh, which isn't going to be Shinobiism. So look for that news in a little bit. Also, uh, which broke uh, during the show, Junior20Z got picked up by Disrupted. He is the brother of Shadow20Z, who got picked up uh, a couple weeks ago by the same organization, so congratulations to him. Uh, something that Chad just said, Justin now carries Echo Fox. I think that's Sonic Justin Fox. and Sonic Fox. Yeah. yeah. Everyone left is really pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah. like that's they're all they're all legends. Okay. All right. Um do we have our new entries to this raffle? All right. Here just comes show the, the wheel if yeah, it's here, already on. Here comes the wheel. Bam. Oh, I guess the black name is not good with the black background, huh? We can't see anything. What are you even talking about? No. I got to see it before you. Hey, wait, who, so you already who added, added yeah, who, to the yeah, wheel. Yeah, who did you add to the thing? All right, so we got uh, Joe Kogan, Puzera, Osicon, Perfidious Sin, and UGK for Life. Who's the guy on the black wheel, or is there no one on the that's, black? That's Perfidious Sin. That's Perfidious Sin. Okay, <laughs> Perfidious perfect. Sin. Who, who's on the blue? Man, this is impossible to see. I need my glasses. Well... Joe Kogan's on the dark blue. This is how we rig it. They can't read it. Ultra David wins. Ultra David wins. No way. We haven't spun it yet. Wait, don't spoil it. James Chen wins. Gives it away for charity. All right, do you, you want to <laughs> spin it? I'm gonna spin it. For, yeah. First one was gonna be for the uh, for the Chun Li costume. Maybe we should donate to Capcom Brazil. We need, and then they can we need, re-gift it. We need wheel noises. No. Well, we're gonna get wheel noises here. I don't know about anywhere else. Wheel as it. in a mis- mispronunciation of real. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. All right, I'm going to spin it. That's Mike Ferreira. Mike Ferreira. Congratulations. Congratulations, sir. All right, and the second spin is for the Guile costume? Yes. All right, here we go. And you've got to be American because we only like Americans. Or no. Whoa. Oh, my God. Is that in between? Who's that on? Mm, oh my guys. god! <laughs> so the chin is actually like right down the line. Okay, yeah, does, 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 does the stupid Wait, thing actually tell do you? Do we have to choose between those two? Uh, Put those two on a wheel. Okay, hold on. We're oh, doing a new wheel in yeah. between UGK for life. Guys, we're, we're bleeding into Ultra Trigger, whatever, Ultra <laughs> 10 time. But there's a thing. Ultra Raven wins! <laughs> They're now charging for uh, just to watch their stream, but it, 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 it's <laughs> a scary, so it's okay. All right, let's see the spin. Let's see the spin. Go quick. All right. 
And Go quick. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Pokeball. Um, all right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for watching.